Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered. I am your host, Krista Gurka. I like to describe myself as an accidental entrepreneur. I had no intention of getting into business as a child, as a teen, even in physical therapy school. Um, but now I run a successful multiple seven figure business, health and wellness. And what this podcast is really all about is sharing all of the knowledge and insight and strategies and tips that I've learned over the last, gosh, what is it now? 12 years, 13, 14 years in business. And I want to share them with all of you so that there's more room for success, whatever success looks like for you and your world and your life. And I'm happy to have you joining me today. So today, what we're going to actually talk about is what's required of you to surpass $300,000 in revenue in your business. We did, or I did an episode not that long ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, about what's required for you to reach six figures, your first hundred thousand. And there is a level up that has to happen for you to go from 100,000 up to 300, $350,000 or higher. I believe that there's a couple phases in business where, you know, like basically if I could equate it to what we do for a living, which is basically health and wellness, fitness, getting people moving better, living better, stronger, fitter, more mobile. There is sometimes it's not just about doing heavier lifts or heavier spring tension on a reformer or more repetitions, there's a period of time in your training that you have to step into like a different person. You have to be more committed. You have to be maybe more regimented with your diet, et cetera, et cetera. And so the same thing happens in business. There are a couple different benchmarks really where getting there and then getting past there, you have to kind of implement different strategies. I think one of them is getting past the 300, $350,000 mark. I think next one is getting past the $500,000 mark. And I really think the next one is getting past the million dollar mark. So um, today, what we're going to talk about is what has to happen for you to achieve $300,000 in your business. And to be honest, some of it might actually be really eye-opening for you because the first thing that we are actually going to talk about is capacity. So number one, you have to energetically have the capacity to do the work that is required to achieve $300,000 in your business. Now, what do I mean by work? I mean, if you are a service provider, which is what this podcast is meant for, it means, you know, seeing one-on-one -on -one clients. All right. It means teaching classes. It means 
whether that's telehealth being, you know, follow-up calls, um, do you have the capacity one in your schedule? Okay. And we're going to talk about this in a little bit when it comes to numbers, but two, do you have the energetic capacity? Do you have the mental bandwidth to sustain what it takes for you to be in the business to achieve $300,000? All right. So that's number one. Um, I follow a, a model that I learned in traction that's called GWC. So number one is the G stands for get it. Do you get the job requirements? Do you get what is required of you? Do you want it? Do you want to have this? And then C is, do you have the capacity to make it happen? Capacity could mean, like I just said, mental capacity. It could be the actual scheduling capacity. And then do you have the skill set for which to service basically the role that you're hoping to achieve. All right. So capacity is number one. Number two, in order to really surpass $300,000, you need to establish yourself as an expert in your field, in your niche, selling a high ticket offer so that you can have the capacity to do it. Because let me just tell you, like, if you're talking about charging, I'll do the math right now charging, if you want to stay at $100 an hour, okay, even if you work 40 hours a week, all right, that is, and you work 52 weeks a year, that's only going to get you past $200,000. And I'll tell you right now, that is not sustainable. You cannot do client care or direct revenue generating care 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year. Um, You just can't do it. I mean, I I never like to say can't, but I'm going to tell you something's going to give, and usually it's going to be your personal life, your health, your well-being, And so I'm just going to say, no, that's going to be a hard pass on that. Okay. So you have to start learning to sell high ticket items, high ticket services. All right. Number three, what has to happen is you have to have systems and processes in your business that are automated. Because if you are doing Again, if you're doing everything in your business manually, that means sending follow-up emails, sending payment links, scheduling, reminders, documentation, you're not going to be able to see 40 patients. You're probably not even going to be able to see 20, 25 patients or clients or teach classes because you have to spend so much time doing all of this stuff. So getting the groundwork in, putting the front loading the work so that you have systems and processes that are automated is going to be essential to getting to $300,000 or more in your business. Along with that is you are going to have to have clear vision and mission. You are going to have to know what is, what are your non-negotiables? What are your boundaries and what are your goals. Why are you doing this? Because at some point it's going to get really hard. And if you don't have these set out to keep you on track and avoid shiny object syndrome, you'll get lost and you'll feel burnt out. Um, and so nobody wants that. So again, not sustainable. If you don't have a clear vision of where you're going and why you're going there, it won't work. All right. The next two things are you really kind of goes back to being the expert and having high ticket items. You have to be set up for pricing accuracy. 
to allow for the appropriate profit margins. So I'm going to say that again, you have to be set up if you want to achieve and surpass $300,000 in revenue, annual revenue, you have to be set up for pricing accuracy and for the appropriate and necessary profit margins. And last, but certainly not least, and this again goes with pretty much everything that we talked about, capacity, being the expert, systematizing, automating, having a vision, pricing accuracy, and profit margins, you're probably going to have to have somebody on your team. That doesn't mean you have to have a large team, but it does mean you're probably going to have to have at least a virtual assistant, a you know, a part-time assistant, someone that can take some of the administrative tasks off your plate, or an assistant, meaning like another instructor, another physical therapist, somebody that can actually service some of the, the offerings. All right. So let's go into basically, let's talk numbers now. Let's talk about how you can sell high ticket, low volume, so that you don't run yourself into the ground when you're trying to reach that $300,000 revenue mark in your business. Okay. So from a numbers, from a purely numbers perspective, all right. If you charge $250 a visit, whether you're a personal trainer, whether you are a physical therapist, whether you are an appointment, like a class-based model. So you're a boutique fitness studio, $250 per hour. Okay. So if you're doing classes and you have 10 people in a class, each person should be paying $25. That's $250. If you have five people in a class and each person should be paying $50, that's $250, right? So those are the ways you want to look at it. $250 an hour. You will need to have 25 revenue generating hours a week. So that could mean, um, 25 one-on-ones. If you're charging $250 an hour, that can mean 25 classes where you're generating $250 per hour. All right. That could mean a combination of both. Now you can also have, so this is where I was saying like the, the combo model, hybrid kind of model where you're doing one-on-ones and classes. So you could have 10 one-on-one sessions at $250, and then you could have 15 small groups, five people for $50 each. You could call these like pods, right? So maybe somebody can't afford $250 with you, but they could do a pod, right? And they're able to spend $50. So now it also, what that also does for you it allows you the opportunity to bring more people in on your schedule, but not with more time. So you're seeing those five people within one hour instead of spreading those five people out five hours a week. So that's a really great thing to do, especially when you are reaching capacity in your schedule. Start these little pods. It's a benefit to the client because they're paying less and it's a benefit to you from a time capacity and an energy capacity system. All right. The other thing you can think about is if you see 15 visits a week at $250 an hour, you see you work 15 hours a week 
revenue generating at $250 an hour. And you have an associate, another instructor, another physical therapist work 25 hours a week, and they're generating $100 an hour. So there's a diff, there's a lot of ways to be able to do this. Okay. So we went back. So if you're only doing $100 an hour, you have to see, or you have to have four, you have to have way more than 40. You're not going to hit three. You just won't hit $300,000 in revenue unless there's two of you doing that. Now, if two of you are doing a hundred dollars an hour, but again, that's more managing that had, that means you have to get more people in the door. You have to, you have to be in the volume game versus the high ticket game, right? The, so you're in a volume game when you're charging less. So now let's say you are in, you want to, you're at like 150. If you're thinking, holy crap, Chris, so there's no way I can do 250 an hour. Well, that's another mindset stuff, but I get it. I understand. Like some people just might not be comfortable charging $250 an hour. That's fine. It's your prerogative to charge what you feel you, where you want to be in the marketplace. But I will tell you, it's almost equally as hard to charge $250 as it is to charge $150. So if you think about it from the mindset of you need to have twice as many people, if you're selling offerings at $150 and the the sales conversations are almost the same. So you have to double your work in making the sale. Then if you sell a $250 ticket, did that make sense? I hope it made sense. So basically it's not that much different to sell to somebody because you're basically articulating the same value just at a lower price point. So the sales conversation is almost the same, but let's just say you want to be at $150 an hour. Okay. If you see 30 visits a week or 30 revenue generating hours, again, at 52 weeks a year, which means you're not taking vacation, you're not even at $250,000. So you would need to have somebody else assist you with that. So the sweet spot really to get to $300,000 is to be in that 200 to $250 price point, working 25 to 30 hours um, a week, at a 200 to $250 price point. And this allows you to take a little bit of a vacation. It's on a 48 calendar week year, 48 week year. All right. So those are, that's from a numbers perspective. Okay. I'll give you exact. So if you, if you see, if you generate $250 in revenue per hour and you do 25 revenue generating hours a week for a 48 week year, That's exactly $300,000. All right. So I'm going to say that again. If you generate $250 an hour, now that can be a combination of one-on-one services, small groups, group classes, whatever that is based on your business model, $250 an hour, 25 revenue generating hours per week at a 48 week year is exactly $300,000. All right. Now, if you skew your numbers up or down, it will change that. All right. So if you go less, you're going to have to work more. If you go more, you'll have to work less. And this is where I go back to saying it's equally as hard to sell a $150 offer than it is to sell a $250 offer. 
So maybe just changing your messaging to go after people that are okay with the $250 offer is what you have to wrap your mind around, not necessarily the pricing. All right. So you can see that 25 revenue generating hours a week to get you to $300,000, you know, for some people you might be like, you know, Hey, 25 hours, I think I can swing that. Or I can certainly swing 10 and I can have an associate swing, you know, 15, or I can swing 15 and I can have an associate swing 15 as well. That's great. That's the way you should be thinking. All right. Cause now you're building in a really great profit margin for you and your business. And again, I, I'm not speaking, I'm not taking into consideration what your overhead is here for this conversation. We do a lot of this. We break all of this down in, in our um, business coaching programs, especially in the inner circle, we break exactly where you need to be in the market exactly what you need to be charging to achieve your goals and exactly what you'll be keeping in your business for profit. We do all of this. It's like a really in-depth when you come into our coaching programs and we have our chief operating officer and our finance person kind of look over your whole books and build out budgets and everything for you. So I'm just giving a surface level. Okay. Now I know people are like, well, what about this? And what about this? Yes, there are other factors, but this is just from a pure 30,000 30,000 view. I don't even know if I said that right, but this is what we're talking about here. All right. So as I mentioned before, as you start to grow to this number, a few things really have to happen. You most likely will need to start growing a team. And in order to grow a team that doesn't actually suck the life out of you and make your life harder, make your job more stressful. You will need, you will need, I'm going to tell you, say this again, you will need to have a strong set of values of systems and of processes for your team. All right. Let me say that again, in order to grow a team that doesn't actually suck the life out of you. All right. You will need to have a system of processes, of values, of onboarding, so that you set your team up for success. All right. I really had to kind of put a pause on my business for a period of time, almost a year in a growth phase, because I had to level up my skills as a leader and as a man manager, because I'll be perfectly honest, I sucked at it. I did. I was terrible. So we did all this thing, setting up systems and processes and onboarding for our clients. And as my team grew, I didn't do that internally. And that's one of the biggest regrets I had as we started to grow as like it came, it happened so fast, you know, and I feel very fortunate and lucky for that, but like the growth, the rapid amount of growth literally broke my business and broke me in the process. All right. Um, so once you start growing a team, your team becomes your number one priority. Your team becomes your number one client. You must have a vision and values from which your team can re rely on. So they know where they're going. So they can all row in the same direction as you. And even if you're just going to grow a team of one, even if you're just going to get a virtual assistant, 
or an administrator for 10 hours a week, they need to know what your vision is. They need to know what's important to you. What are your core values? And they need to have a system for which to follow. So you'll need to have, you'll need to create an onboarding system, onboarding processes, what to do if there's a mistake, how to do this from one, two, three, four, five. And it also makes it really replicable so that if that person leaves, the other person just comes in and it's rinse and repeat. We call this turnkey, right? Somebody can just come in and start operating the business. So you have to start small. I, I love they used to say this. I used to say this. Um, I don't know if you've ever done any like CBD or um, anything like that. But when we used to talk to physicians about how they recommend CBD for our patients and clients, they used to say, start low and teeter up. So it's this way. Start small with your team and then teeter up. Start with processes of like, what's your hiring process like? What are your systems, internal systems and processes for onboarding? And in our inner, actually in our Fitbiz Foundations model, which is like our lower um, entry level for emerging business owners, we have an entire hiring process in that training from how we interview to the follow-up questions, to the onboarding process and more, right? It's something that I really learned the hard way, unfortunately, when I had all of this stuff like in my head and not out on paper of how much that was not fair to my team and how much I had to put myself at fault for when I was stressed because I didn't, I didn't give them any framework. I was just like, here you go. And if this sounds like you, this is really where I would encourage you to kind of like take a step back and realize that if you, this is again, the, this is the level up that needs to happen when you're going from like a hundred thousand dollars and dollars to 300, $300,000, your internal systems and processes need to take precedence. And sometimes you just have to slow it down to do that. You know, maybe don't go after a lot of clients or, or patients at this time. Slow down to speed up. I really used to think that the hardest part of growing my business was just getting more and more people in the door until I started growing a team. And then the biggest level up I've had to do thus far in my business is going from clinician, going from clinician to owner wasn't that much because I was always kind of someone that took charge and took the lead. It was going from, you know, like a manager to a CEO and a leader, and I'm still working on it. I still make mistakes. I snapped at my COO the other day and then I, but you know, I'm a bigger person now. And I basically reached out and I apologized, said, you know what? I was a little frustrated with that conversation. I shouldn't have reacted that way. And I apologize. I will, I'm still working on realizing that not everyone understands what I'm saying, right? I'm here to get it right, not to be right in the words of Brene Brown. And I really, really want to put that into practice so that I can model that for my managers and for the people that work with me. And even for my kids, like I'm here to get it right, not to be right. So. Let's go back and review this again. So some of the things you want to take into consideration when, when trying to grow to $300,000 or more in annual revenue is, do you have the physical capacity to do it? Like, does your schedule permit this? Do you have the mental and energetic capacity to do it? All right. You also want, oh, I'm sorry for that. Why is that doing that? It's so unprofessional. Um, you also need to learn how to be the expert 
in order to sell high ticket, which is what you need, especially if you're a solopreneur to get to 300,000 is you need to niche down, be the expert, specialize. And that way you can sell these high ticket offers, create systems and processes that are extensions of your vision and your mission. All right. And then just make sure that you're really, you have pricing accuracy for your, for the market. And you are taking into consideration the profit margins that you want for your business. Now, if you're like, I want this now, by the way, not everyone wants to go to $300,000 in revenue. And that is perfectly fine. All right. That's perfectly fine. But if you are someone that wants to grow your business, whether it be as a solopreneur or as a team, to $300,000 or more in business, I invite you to take a look at some of our coaching programs, specifically the inner circle. All right. The inner circle is for female business owners that are growing teams that are looking to scale to and through $350,000 in revenue and beyond. All right. So if this sounds like you, then I invite you to apply to the inner circle. All right. I invite you to apply registration. I'm not sure when this will air, but registration will be opening March of 2022. All right. So you can go ahead and visit my website, kristagurka.com and apply. Let's see if you qualify for being in the inner circle. It's an amazing group. Um, this quarter, I think we're going to, the businesses in the group this quarter are going to be exceeding a million dollars in revenue collectively. So that is exciting. All right. So that's super, super exciting. And so I'd love for you to be part of the group, right? Visit my website, kristagurka.com. You can go to the work with me page and there's the wait list to get on the wait list. Or by the time you're hearing this episode, it might already be open enrollment. All right. So that's all I have for you, my friends. If you have questions, go ahead and DM me over on Instagram. I would love, love, love if you really enjoyed this episode, if you listen to other episodes, if you could leave me an honest review wherever you're listening to this podcast, just scroll down. It does help me. So this is me asking you to help me. Help me. You help me. I'm trying to do the Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. and um. oh my God, the Tom Cruise movie. I can't remember what the title of it is right now, but help me help you. All right. But that's it. That's what I got for you. I hope you come back and check out um, Friday's episode. And until next time, my friends, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast. And lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.